So you got up to him. You knew what he and was when you shot him. Yes, yes. He, he was. Um, he gave us a look, basically straight on. I could see. I shot his eyeball like I don't know, 150 times. So you dry fired on him. For oh yeah. You? Oh, at a boy. Oh yeah. At a boy. I learned that from this podcast. <laughs> it calms your nerves. Oh, way calms. So we, so we got up there, and I couldn't believe the size of the animal. Uh, and it, everybody says that, and it's cliche and all this stuff, but until you're standing next to him and you take your arms, and, and, and I don't have huge long arms, but you go to try to wrap your arms around his neck, just, and go, can't well, I'm, half, I'm halfway there. That's well, I, giant. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Action. Why does he do that? that that's a new thing for you. It's like a new toy. <laughs> boom, boom. I, actually, uh, I was clean. Actually, first of all, thanks for joining us today for yes. this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Of course. We're happy to have you here in the Bone Cave. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We are happy. Yeah. We are happy to be in your. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving Day, I can't. Wh- what the hell are you thinking? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> but it. it, it um, I was looking around to see if there's any new bones in here, but there's not. No, but we have a world-famous chef today to teach you how to prepare turkey, Ooh. right? Oh, wait, that's not you. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what Close. the f- Close. I was like, what the f- are you talking about? Um, no, but we do have we JK. do have the, we, we do have the world famous Craig Stevens in here, hey, killed, that oh. killed a giant moose this year. Well, it's killed a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. So, um, is your wife happy to have you home? No, you're oh, not she, home. You're here. I'm live. not home. I'm here live. <laughs> I'm headed to the gateway to the west. You know what I mean? I'm headed through here and see you guys, and I'm headed to Northeast Wyoming. So, so you're gonna be there. Uh, and how long are you there for? It's, so we're gonna be there about ten days. Ten days. So yeah. we'll be back, and you'll still be here. Yes, exactly. So that, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, um, that, that's, it, you all have Wyoming tags. Yeah. Yep. It's my dad, uh, my brother, and a, and a good friend. So, oh, wow. We're, ex- oh, we're excited. Oh, we're excited. And do you have a lot? Do you have like, do you guys rent a. There's a, there's a ranch that my dad's been going to for 40 years. So, oh, real. So this yeah. is, this is, this is like the family. family. Absolutely. This is old home hunting. Yep. This is heritage, right? I think here. this is my 23rd year. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting old. I mean, Brad, look at this. Dude, you brought <laughs> no, you bear, you, I like it. That looks By the like way, I like almost it. almost solid black compared to what I'm used to, man. <laughs> it's pretty bad, isn't it? Oh, I wasn't even we're talking we're about we're you, we're Brent. We're why, do you my why do you think <laughs> you, – why does he think I'm – Why is he flipping you off? I, I don't no, know. No, this is how many fans he has. One, oh, and it's not okay, me. Gotcha, it's okay. Bailey. Bailey's his family fan because oh, she even knows that, you know – Thanks for listening, Bailey. I, yeah. I appreciate the, it. The bird is heading your way. Bailey's all right. Well, anyway, here's the deal. This could be a hard podcast to stay focused on because <laughs> we're going to have a little fun. Uh, Craig Stevens is a member of the uh, Argali Club. So, you know, um, you, you've been here. You've shot. You're, uh, uh, you're in our family. This past summer, you guys invited me out. It was amazing. We I know had right such where a fun time. I know right where I was at, too, because yeah. uh, um, I got a phone call. And I said, uh, I said to the staff here, I said, I, I need, I need an Argali Club member, a new inductee, and two of them. And uh, um, and so 
Uh, and the other one is Clay Dahlquist. Um, and so, uh, and I I was like, and I think I'm going to invite Clay. And, uh, then the staff was like, well, you, there's one more. And, and unfortunately, and, and and I, I told you, because I know right where I was when I called you. I know where you're going with this. Um, it was Dr. David Cooley that, um, has left this earth over his Ram, who is no longer going to make it. And so you were his replacement, brother. So those of you that haven't seen the Ram, I'm staring at it right now, and it is a giant, a yeah. giant Ram. You guys have talked about it a lot of times, but it, it's it's impressive, <laughs> and uh, I'm honored to be here with it and to be in, you know, invited pretty cool. into the, the club. I, I just cool. got goosebumps. <laughs> That's, man. Cool. That's cool. I, it, it is cool. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I was in Arizona, and what we were doing is we were getting um, – uh, we were working with some attorneys to get our agency model uh, uh, set up for a new distribution system in the world. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so we went down there to uh, um, to basically I was told that I was going to have to spend like uh, 10 hours a day um, going through this huge packet. And so my wife's like, let's just go to Arizona and we'll do it. Well, we were out for a walk and I called you and you're like, what? I and like, and what? your daughter had something going on. Didn't so she, she had that weekend. Oh, yeah. She had dance. Yeah. So I came in late. You were she late had, because yes. we were at the Prairie Dog Station. I was shaking in my boots coming out here. I get on the plane in Grand Rapids, Michigan at six in the morning to come out here. And I'm thinking all these Argali Club members are going to be, they're all great shots anyway. And <laughs> here I come this Redneck from Michigan, I did all right. You did no, amazing. no, 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 no. You <laughs> did better actually, than all right. So Ankner, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we actually talked. So you showed up on well, one of the jo- hardest stages jo- too. Jonathan and Al picked me up right. at, in Rapid, right, right, right at the right, airport. Right. right. So right. Jonathan and Al were like, "Okay, we'll get him from Rapid," yep. and um, and I'm like, "So those two are not any fun at all." <laughs> And so I was like, "Well, this—I don't right. even know if they're going to make it. Right. Um, they might—they might buy some, uh, find some adult beverage uh, watering holes I, on the way here." I think that did happen. Yep. <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, but it's early enough, and they know they're going to be shooting, so uh, they'll probably just be accumulating for the, the after effect of the hunt." Yeah. Well, then I got the phone call. Okay, we're at the—we're at the—we're uh, um, at the thousand-yard range, and so I got jumped in my buggy, left Brad, and and uh, who else was driving? Um, we had another buggy out there. Who was it? It might have that been was Jeff. M- yeah, Jeff Jeff's and me. Like, we all. Oh, had that's buggies. right, Jeff. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So then I buggy uh, buggied back. I boogered back in, in, in the buggy, and dude, I I, I got it. <laughs> full transparency when yeah. we were at three hundred yards. Yeah. And you were, we were not sinking. No. And I was like, you were like, oh, we're no. so. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, because. What did we do? Yeah, because <laughs> this is going to be problematic, yeah. is what my thoughts are. I hear that a lot in my life, by the way. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting here going, okay. And, and, and Jonathan, you know, I mean, obviously he's a, uh, an accomplished shooter, one of the best killers I know that Brad and I get to hang out with. And, and he's really good. And he was talking to you, and I was like, okay. And so then um, I think I just knelt right down next to you. You did. And we just started we, making a we, few adjustments. We cuddled for a little bit. And we, we cuddled. Got it figured and said, out, lane prone. This is what's going to have to happen or you're going to be. Yeah. Yep. And uh, anyway, long you, story short. You took um, me out 300, 400, 500, 600, 600 700. 700. And, then we, said, and then we did. Let's go. We did 700 three times. Boom, boom, boom. We he, shot, he hit it all three times. We did. I'm like, I'm like, dude, now our training wheels are and, off. Well, and Let's there was go. a 40 mile an hour wind. Yeah, no. I, I don't know if that was true. That might be an embellishment. No, um, that, yeah, it was. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, we, we caught you up, though. Yeah. And, and then the, the, the thing well, that Brett and I talk about all the time yeah. is the best part was you got there, and the new guy shows up, and yeah. you go, I'll go. Oh. <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Well, I had to get it. I had to get over it. Like yeah. just like coming up to the podcast table right here. Like once you <laughs> once you say once Brad said action, we were ready to rip. <laughs> but before that I was a little nervous. You know what I mean? It's a pre-game jitters. Pre-game jitters. Oh yeah, I, pre-game So yeah. you you I, I think uh, out of those three little prairie dogs at four or five hundred yards that were yeah. three eighty or four. Yeah, I think they're like three eighty or something. Yeah. They're harder than <laughs> well, they're a tricky stage because you there's they're they're vertical prairie yeah. dog, and, and we, we do it angled. off sticks, and we have and we, ha- we have well, them angled. You guys don't play around out there. <laughs> this isn't this isn't like okay, guys, take your time and go. It's like okay, we're timing you. Here we go, and it's it's, it's all like, hunting. It's all hunting, yeah. consu- but it's a testament to the system and what you guys have done. I, I, I'm glad to hear that. Well, you hadn't went through level one, so Brad and I were yeah. really concerned about. It. I was but like, oh, this could boom, be yeah, that this was like one, be a two, freaking skip a few, disaster, and I was, yeah, man. But, but you yeah. shot down and, and went yeah. bang, 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 and it went ring, ring, ring. And I, I think like, oh. I think there was one miss, and you shot a fourth one, or maybe there wasn't. Maybe it was. Did you did, did you make all three of them? I think I did. I, I think you exactly, did because I can I know say whatever we, I want right now. I guess exactly <laughs> right. It's your but, story, man. Yeah, that's right. I'm sticking. But, to there's it. no video, <laughs> right? But I yeah. think I think honestly, what happened was I turned around, and looked at a few of the guys, and they went <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> "Oh shit, this that, is for that real." That group of guys is the best. Those yeah, guys are the dudes, best. Huh? Uh, they're super. I mean, well, because I could come into that. You guys have been doing this for a while. I could come into that and and feel awkward and feel you know. Yeah, it would that's be just easy. like. Yeah, that's but normal, but it, not a bit. Especially with as pretentious as some of um, their their <laughs> the, lives. The, oh, here financial lives. Here guys, we go. Right? Here we go. Lives, There's a bunch of, of especially some of these <laughs> dentists. You know what I'm saying? I love. These I love. Uber, these, we call them. Too. We call them fintards. The, those are the pretentious ones. <laughs> yeah, well, there was only one of them out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and uh, um, <laughs> I'm just and, happy uh, I know a dentist that lives in this region. If I ever have an issue, boom. <laughs> Right, you're gonna. Bill, you're gonna. I saw Craig, the billboard yeah. on the way here. Craig, hey man, <laughs> Craig, quit, quit kissing his ass. Oh yeah, sorry. One, okay. Back to you. Back and, to you, Brian. And number, sorry. Back number, to you. And number two. No, it doesn't have to be all me. Don't you ever say that to wow. him. You know I'm teasing. You learn fast. <laughs> <laughs> did did the staff send you the rules for the whole it, podcast? Yeah, thing? actually, yeah. Eric they, sent me a whole list. Eric sent me a whole list. Yeah, that's a big list. Don't pick on Brad. We'll have sensitive issues for weeks afterwards. That's okay. Yeah. Um, no, in all honesty, it, it, that, that's exactly yeah. right. You, it could have been an intimidating group, yeah. but mm-hmm. these guys, they are the most genuine human beings in the world. They're great. When we went and we had dinner that night at your house, it was phenomenal. If you put a list of their accomplishments in the hunting world, yeah. their accomplishments professionally, and, and you, you made a list of each one of these human beings, where they've been, what they've done professionally and um, as a hunter – I think a hundred out of a hundred people would go, Ooh, I'm going to walk into that and start shooting with those guys. That could be really intimidating. You absolutely kicked ass. Here's the thing though. The fun part of that night at your house is I got to sit and talk to Jim Bonanno and he told me all about his Alberta bighorn story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Incredible. He, he, incredible. Jimmy B. Hi Jim. Hi Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I just talked to Jimmy yesterday and he's like, so, so, I, I got to give a shout out to Jim. I'm going to kick yeah. him in the groin a little bit. <laughs> so I don't think you do that very often. I, with I him. don't kick no. Jim in the groin because well, it's you usually know, me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's in well deserved 99.9 percent of the time. 
So anyway, Jimmy uh, texted me yesterday a picture of a giant deer. And I'm like, where the hell is he hunting now? I mean, I didn't see this on his, you know, and it's not like I wake up and look at Jim Bonanno's hunting dashboard, but I'm, I'm pretty aware of where he's going and what he's doing right. as, as one of our golly clubs. You, you well, know. he's probably right out of his window. Well, <laughs> so here's where he's at. He's got, he's got his trail camera on his property. That's exactly oh. right. And he, and, and he goes, yeah. He goes, um, not your guys' fault, uh, totally my own fault. He pre-qualified that immediately. He forgot to do his application for his own region for his land. Did he? Oh. And you should see. I'll sh- here. I'll, oh, my phone's dead. You should see the freaking buck that he's got walking by his property. I'm like, oh, Jimmy B, that sucks for you. That's but, maddening. Uh, so anyway. I'm just looking. I don't have a picture of it on my phone, Jimmy B. Just saying. What He, he, he shoots big stuff. Oh, man. That he guy. He drops big big animals yeah he just goes man <laughs> ah, he's one of the best stories we got right there that guy yeah. oh man yeah where he's come from and where he's gone to yeah yeah i his wife i'm sure is uh um yeah she's she uh she gives him a lot of, i she gives him a lot of deference because i i get a lot of deference but i don't know if i get that much deference so yeah. anyway pretty yeah. crazy so so you tell us where you, so you're out here but yep. you, you had an epic epic hunt you're one of the guys that went viral on our uh, um, Facebook page. I, I'm hearing year. that, and I don't so, even have social media, so that's incredible. So, <laughs> <laughs> which those, is probably really positive. Guys. Yeah, but it it did it went yeah. nuts. So we, t- it was your moose. Yeah, case, we yeah. had an incredible moose hunt in Alaska. Just that's incredible. A, that's and I say a crazy we, place, isn't it? I say we. Yes, it is. I say we. My dad came along as a guest. Um, and we just had the most wonderful time. Um, you know, our guide sent us a little, little video he put together the other day and my dad, yeah, my dad was just, you know, he, he, he texted me. He said, I can't believe we got to do that. You know, I said, well, the next time we're going, we're going to do a bow hunt. And he was like, what? (laughs) How (laughs) old's your dad? Maybe. Uh, he's about, sorry, dad, 60, sorry, dad, 65, 66, 67. I should know that. Born in 58. How old are you? 65. Uh, 42. You're 42. I'm 42. I'm married, married to a wonderful wife, Sarah. And three kids. Uh, Owen is 17. Nina is 14. And Jude is 11. All of them are involved in either sports or dancing. Nina's a great dancer. I missed half the Argali Cup because right. because Nina had the dance. So but. you, you kind of planned a three-year gap. Yeah, yeah Sarah's so very – I mean, th- so this leads your wife, into – Your wife's pretty organized on that, huh? I'm telling you, that's why I get to hunt like I do. <laughs> That's we really have good. this stuff figured out. <laughs> you got you got it she, wired not in. Not we. She's got this She's stuff got figured this out. Figure. No, but Alaska. We so sixty six or sixty seven. What? If he was born in fifty eight, I was born in seventy. Yeah. He was born in um, sixty eight. Yeah. So he's ten years older, and he's fifty. Going to be fifty. He's going to be fifty five. So 65. he's yeah, sixty five or sixty six. Sixty five. Because yeah. you're going to be sixty, or you're going to be fifty five. I'm yeah. going to be sixty nine, seventy, and because you're twenty years. Really. <laughs> I would have guessed in like a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, just my yeah. knee feels like right. it's going to be seven. Your left knee, your right knee, or your weenie? Which one? <laughs> the brand knee. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so, so we had sixty-five so years 65, old. Sixty-five. Um, we drug him along every mountain we went up. Um, glassed with us the whole time it was just incredible. Like I, I can't imagine. I mean. To bring a guest on some of those hunts, as you guys know, isn't cheap. And, and we, we came to a decision together. I said, Dad, it's an elk hunt? 
you want to go on your own elk hunt? Or should we – You want? he says, Alaska all the way. We're going to Alaska. So, question. And I said – what all, what all did you see for game animals while you were up there? So, this is the, this will probably be the crazy part. Yeah, moose, obviously, but black bear, grizzly. We saw doll, doll which was amazing. Yeah. I've never seen a doll sheep. Yeah, Maybe and, and that area, one. that area isn't. No, you know, it's, they're shut down. Oh right now. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been um, decimated. Saw a beautiful doll. Um, sorry, Brad, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, did you see any we, wolves? We didn't see wolves, but the, the riverbed was just oh caribou, caribou, caribou. Yeah. The the wolves had pushed the caribou way up, and so we didn't. I went on a combo hunt, but I can tell you this: if you're gonna, and I've heard you guys say this, and I can attest to it, if you're gonna do a combo hunt, you better shoot an animal early, mm-hmm. right? Be opportunistic. Be opportunistic. Yep. So I had Did a tag you full. Pass of, early? I had a pocket full of tags. No, no. Um, honestly, the. The Could you not get on a grizzly bear? Fa- no, we saw five one day, and you know how it is with those grizzlies. That time of year, they were like he didn't stop at a blueberry patch. We saw him, you know, yeah, he was motoring. Oh, he was motoring. Yeah. They're he covered. Ground. He covered six yeah. to seven yeah. miles, like, like now. Yeah, and right. our guide's like, you want to, you want a grizzly can make a fool of you, right? Because he said so. The it's funny like part to catch was up with the caribou and my, on the move. Yeah, right. my dad. Happening. We see this bear, and it's like him and I are like, let's go, and he's. Just, we turn around and our guide says, "Let's um, let's make a little lunch." And my dad looked at me like, "Make some lunch? <laughs> what?" <laughs> I just had that same look from Brett Miller last week. <laughs> um, but but we'll talk about that. <laughs> all of a sudden, the grizzly is three miles that way. Like we would have gone after nothing. Yeah. You'd have chased the tail. We would have chased nothing. And, and then we saw tail. him towards the, exactly. And then he rounded the corner and off we go. So um, opportunities were there. And um, I could have shot a black bear. That you know, there was a lot of black bears, but um, right, there weren't any giants right. that I was. But but I went. I day five, I shot my moose. So day, day five, five. So did you spot? Because he's got because he's got character galore. He's got a drop. Um, he's I, I, got in the center of his paddle a palm. He's got a like a wrinkle. big dagger. Yeah, and a huge. Wrinkle. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's got a wrinkle and a dagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sixty five inches wide. Wow. Um, yeah, he's just a stud. He's got some. He's got. He's got mass. He's got his fronts are really nice. He's got good defined points all the way up. It's not like he's rounded off. No, so. he's got a good picket fence yeah, going. Yeah, and if you look on 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 your site, like you can see that it's yeah a, on Facebook. It's the the picture is amazing, and that's you and your dad sitting. That there. is that's me. So and my your dad. dad says no to uh, um to a uh, to a elk hunt. I'm looking at this, so this is part of how I found you guys. Um, I found your your podcast. And I'm looking at the two elk that like the first podcast I listened to was your New Mexico elk hunt in the <laughs> high country, and I'm and I'm looking at both these elk right now and they're unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're unbelievable. They were. It, it, it's uh, bleep. They're incredible. <laughs> what, what we have found 100%. out. One hundred percent. Yeah. Not yep. to digress too much, but to just to to actually speak to those two elk. What we found out about that podcast. And now in hindsight, we should have probably put a disclaimer that that is a more physical hunt mm-hmm. yeah. than, than we have marketed it to be since then because our perspective of what's physical and fun is different than a lot of flatlanders. There's been a little bit of <laughs> 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 Yeah, people go, dude, that's, that's a real hunt. 
Well, yeah, but you get to eat great meals at night and stay in a lodge, and the family that takes care of you is world class. Mm-hmm. Says the guy that just got back from Tajikistan. <laughs> the right. physical like aspect of like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And my, my lungs are still collapsed. Um, right. They're, yeah. they're looking for oxygen. So, yeah. um, but anyway, let's go back. Yeah. So, so dad says, okay, because I, w- I want to hear the rest of that story. Yeah. Dad says, no, I don't want to go on an elk hunt. Let's, you and I. Let's go. Go to Alaska. Had, so, he, had he ever been to Alaska? No, neither had I. <laughs> what? Well, and and on, no, but this podcast, like, that's what got me. I, it gave me a charge to go. So how'd to, you end up listening to our podcast? You never heard of us. No, I Googled. I looked at something, and, and it and it popped up as Rolling Bones, and I go, wait a minute. And then I, and then I just looked it up on the podcast, uh, how well, I listened to the podcast. glad you found us. Oh, man, am I ever. A great guy to work with. We really enjoy you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Brad. So, yeah. so. You, your dad says yes. Yes, let's go. So we so talked to the outfitter, called in here. Yep. Talked to a, a former employee of yours, yep. but she, she got us hooked up. Um, and we talked, and no, we don't have any hunts. Okay. Oh, that's right. You, well, you can go in August if you want. I don't. That's not what I'm looking for. Phone hangs up. Well, I'll call I'll call my dad back. Not gonna. I don't know if it's gonna work, Dad. We'll get on the list for a couple years, of which I'm realizing like you, you better get on lists. You right. better get on. You better get some money down on some hunts and better mm-hmm. start working at it. Anyway, phone rings. It's it's your yeah, it's employee. Kelly. It's Kelly and yeah. and uh, and and the outfitter. Hey, something came up. We just had a guy cancel. Are you interested? Oh, sure. When? 23. 2023. Like this coming. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. Let's do this. Really? So from that point, yeah, I, I put uh, at that point, um, he needed half down, put half down. And then I used the help plan. Hunter expedition layaway plan. <laughs> nice. I used it on Not, my Marco Polo. Yeah. I did the same thing. Booked well, it three years ago. Just started hitting the credit card for it. And it's it's just it's, it's, it out. It's a no brainer. Right. It it just it takes the work out of it takes the work out of it much much like the application process that you do for people. It's no different. I mean, right. having to send checks to outfitters and do like I've been in that game. I don't want that. Right. Like that's not my. That's not what I want to do. It's nice nice to have an advocate for you also. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's an, a good point, an Brad. An impartial advocate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so then you and your dad, you call your dad, you say, Dad, we're going. We're going. So then at that point, we started, yeah, we started getting ready for it. Started. Um, was it more than you thought it was going to be physically? No, because the outfitter that we used was set up. Right? Yes. That's amazing. He set is up. amazing. Set we call up. him Uber of Alaska. Yeah. Flies yeah. you in, gets you where you need to be, over communicates. No, he talks too much. <laughs> but most sheep outfitters do talk but to you. Here's the deal. No hidden anything. Mm-hmm. Other than a tip, you don't break out your checkbook for, oh, oh, you got to get your meat back to town. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. You know, there's none of that. None right. of and, it. And when you shoot a moose like that, that's a couple trips in the plane. That's that that uh, that takes one uh, the plane that brings you out. I, it probably can't bring anything that, else but the meat. Right, exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, and I tell you, we, we, you know, you run into, you run into all these hunters in, in, in the airport in Anchorage, mm-hmm. and then you all go to the same hotel. Right. And exactly. then you go, you go, well, okay, have a great hunt. And then you see them again at the hotel. 
Oh, hey, good to see you again. How'd it go? What you getting for dinner? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you're talking about that. Well, you know, there's a group of guys that's going to go DIY. You guys, have, you guys have all done it. Yeah. I know I have I, feet there's to tell a, me about it today. And, and there's a group of people that are listening and they're like, yeah, that's what I like to do. I can't imagine DIY moose hunting. I can't. Wet. I mean, sopping wet. Yeah. <laughs> no place to go back. No place to go back and dry your clothes. I mean, okay, maybe, but yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I well, can't. I the, didn't do it, and I can't imagine well, doing it. The thing about DIY, no, we did it uh, and yeah. killed three moose. Oh my goodness! And and then and then somebody was begging me to shoot a fourth one. Well, and am he's I, a horrible listener. Am I, just so you know, yeah, I wasn't shooting it. I'm <laughs> like, shoot it, Brian. <laughs> shoot it, Brian. <laughs> shoot it. Shoot. Shoot. Now, even the, shoot. And I'm like, those conditions. He's a killer. But and I'm like, I'm, no way. I butchered three king moose. And I was not butchering a fourth one, and no. my feet were screaming at me because I couldn't get warm. So I had some form of, uh, you know, uh, well, at the, I had frostbite, seriously bad. But um, you know, when you when you investigate how you get frostbite, it's because your core temperature yeah. drops. Yeah. Well, he had hypothermia the one night for sure, and I I'm had just suffered. a little chilled. I can see how <laughs> fast that happens. Just like that, Alaska just like can that. eat you wet. up and spit you out, man. You're wet if you're not yeah. wet from rain. You're wet from sweat. Mm-hmm. And when that temperature drops, you're, yeah, you better be ready for it. I learned a lot of things on that hunt. I did. Yeah, dry, about hunting, about yourself. Dry bags, about hunting, about myself, keeping, keeping the right base layers in to swap out if you need to. Exactly. You know, all this stuff. You know my guide, you know who you are out there, but he was amazing. He was amazing. Like, he made, like, guides can really make a yeah. hunt. They can really make a hunt. Yeah. yeah. And it makes you realize that and when you go as a guided hunter now, you realize that a guide can Just make so or you break know. your hunt. He just became an advisor yesterday. Good. Perfect. <laughs> nice. We talked a lot about that up there. Yeah. We did. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah. I just got a text from him an hour ago. So, yeah. So and that's the amazing part of being a guided hunter. Like you, you rarely, unless it's a really short hunt, but you rarely come out of camp um, without their cell phone number and becoming and friend. friends. Exactly. Well, that that's, that's a you know that's not a blind whitetail hunt in the Midwest no. either. That you're up there for ten days, T- twelve you're, hours you're, glassing. You're, you're gutting day. it out together. Ten to twelve hours glassing. I mean, it really the start of it. I think I don't think we lost like two hours of daylight when we were there on a ten day hunt. You know that time of year you just it just, it just starts just, evaporating. Oh, it evaporates. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But we um, I I passed up a couple, uh, good sized moose. I, that's the one thing that I'm okay. I'm okay with passing things up as as much as I'm starting to get into the game and realize it. But, you know, I always and, – and Sarah, my wife, is on board with me. But we go on vacations on the beach, and we don't shoot things. You pay money to do that. I, I love I, – I, so I love that. I, I, I feel the same way. It's we, like – You know, like you know, we, we the, go you go, to, you go to Phoenix and rent an Airbnb and get an awesome pool, and you don't shoot things there, but you have a great time, the experience, right. the adventure, the people you're with. And you know what you're looking for. Yeah. So when you squeeze the trigger, you own it, it's, it's yours. Yeah. So yeah, it you, sounds horrible you to that say that as a hunter. years ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there you go, Brad. <laughs> That's shallow hell, right? No, there. I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so but yeah, passed, we passed some up, and and it's nice because the first day he we passed up a bull that was probably that sixty inch, and up there it needs to be fifty with yeah, with, or four or four brows. You're you're not shooting fifty inch moose on that. Not that a, would that would, no. That's a now we're not shooting that. That's not happening. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will, I will if tell you, do, you this. If you do, it's because you just got excited at, and couldn't handle your own self. On that hunt, I shot a big moose. It wasn't the biggest. There was two other much larger. Really? Really. 58. They were only 58, but the the, the, the palms, paddles, the paddles yeah. and the I mean, they And that's the other thing I tell people all the like, time. Just, it's like you can't – What? how wide is he? Fifth, so, so Jesse and I were up there, and uh, this was years ago, and um, – we had a moose that was 72 inches wide. Every single day, that moose was out there like, hey, Yo, shoot me, take hey, me. Hey, if you'd like <laughs> to Tyler, shoot me, me, I'm as wide as you'll ever see. Now, I know he was that wide yeah. without question because I have a ruler in my scope. Yeah. And I knew exactly how we got 400 dead nuts 400 yards from him, and I had him framed in in my scope, and I'm like – I like sitting there going, but he had paddles maybe 19 inches wide. Yeah. And I was like, dude, mm, nah. Really nope. and, and I killed a great moose 66 inches wide, but it wasn't uh, um, near what a, one that of the guys a- that came to camp with a 55-inch moose. Yeah. But his paddles were like. Oh, like Canadian-type moose, right? It, that, yeah, it was wide, yeah. but his paddles were just like. And I was like, holy shit, now that's a moose. Yeah. And so I wouldn't just, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, width isn't everything when it comes to moose. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Sounds like you need to go more than once. Right. Well, um, when I shot that first big, big moose, I was like, a guy doesn't need many more of these because it's such a God's creation is just amazing. But now that I've had a few years involved, I've killed another couple. Um, (laughs) That one and then a big Canada moose. And then I just killed a giant this year. Oh, you did. Um, That was a big big moose. And and, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I'd kill another one like that. Yeah, when I get the sap message, he shot, he shot a moose. I was like, it must be big. He's got a. This has got to be a big bass. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. There's no baby moose. No, because so, he wasn't. He, he almost have to squeeze his arm to, to sh- force him to, to squeeze the trigger on a moose. <laughs> well, there's so much work. Well, you knew what was going to be involved. Oh, I didn't. I went in blind as far as that goes. Right. So when you got him on the ground, were you not like, holy shit, this? Well, thing it is- took us a while to get up there. I mean, uh, I mean, that's the other thing with Alaska. You go, there he is. He's a quarter – you know, I shot him at, I think, 360 yards or something like that. And It's it, not a flat, easy 360 you, No, yards, and you go, let's go it? get him. You're going through all these these river chainings and this and that and trying to get over there and yeah. get up. Tussock. And then you get the tussock, tussock in the up to your waist. Willows. Oh, and then you're down Those to your, willows, I how think are your hips? barbs on them. How are your hips? Well, I need to work <laughs> – if I'm going to be a mountain hunter, I need to work. Dude, I need the, to, it's, that's what kills me is the tussock and the willows. The yeah. willows are the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's like – the uh, Yukon, the willows, I swear, go all the way up to the top of the mountains too. Oh, it's like, the Yukon they do? God. Oh, it's just <clears> – So you got up to him. You knew what he was when you shot him. Yes, yes. He, he was um, – he gave us a look basically straight on. I could see – I shot his eyeball like, I don't know. 150 times. So you dry fired on him. Oh, yeah. You. Oh, attaboy. Oh, yeah. Attaboy. I learned that from this podcast. <laughs> it calms your nerves. Oh, way calms. It, you don't It flinch. calms you, your nerves. Your you brain just, doesn't know the difference. You just made the shot a oh. lot. So so I spent some time doing that. I was laying down prone. I just I did everything. You built, what your, I own, felt. I, you built I, your own approach. I learned it from you. You take your bino harness. You use that as your, you know, your back you know, on the back yeah. end. Rear bag. <clears throat> the rear bag. Um, you were set. Yeah. And, and and twenty minutes twenty minutes long twenty minutes later he came out he presented me with a shot I hit him 
perfect double lung. Um, he, I hit him one more time because, and then well, moose don't. I think he went forty yards. If you, right. if you shoot a moose and the lungs are gonna die, yeah, but they're not gonna die in four seconds. No, they are a giant animal. Right. So. To shoot them again. Shoot them again. Do you like to shoot? Yes. I like to shoot more yeah. than I like to we eat. Shoot, we shoot steel and shoot steel and shoot steel. Exactly. <laughs> Unless it's ribeyes. Right. <laughs> yeah, ribeyes is pretty good. Ribeyes are pretty good. So we, so we got up there, and I couldn't believe the size of the animal. Uh, and it, everybody it, says that, and it's cliche and all this stuff, but until you're standing next to them, and you take your arms, and, and, and I don't have huge long arms, but you go to try to wrap your arms around his neck, mm-hmm. just – and you, you go. Can't well, I'm, half, I'm halfway there, right? To touching my hands, like he's. Just and he was 67, 66, 60, 65, 65. 65. So, so you think about that? I mean, that's that's well, I, giant. I mean, I, I people because he's still he's still up there. He's going to get flown back to the taxidermy soon, but <clears throat> or trucked back. But I, they go. Well, how big is he? And I just stand with my arms, and it's about as as wide as my hands right here. And you, the listeners right. can't see that, but. It's wide when you hold it out. Yeah, well, you're what six foot? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's the, it, it's it's that big, and yeah. you stand up there and go, "What the hell?" And he he died in the worst little hole, like right, where he died course. is what we had to work with. Of course, yeah, because no, you ain't that, getting him out. And I think he died in a case. bad hole. Right. We've <laughs> been in the worst hole, and you weren't with us. <laughs> exactly. It's like a fishing story. Like, uh-huh. oh, I shot the biggest. Well, I had the my uh, moose yeah, died in the biggest yeah, hole, the worst uh, hole. <laughs> oh man. So so we started working on him. What'd your dad think? Uh, Actually, we we um, and this is another thing I've learned is we sat down and we took a half hour, and we built a fire. Yeah. Uh, it was noon when we shot him. We got up to him at 2. I mean, that's how long it took to get up. Right. That yeah. 300 and some yard. Like, and we spent some time down there just gathering, making sure we had everything and right. so on. But um, we got up there. It's not a race after you squeeze the trigger. No. Then, no. And, and It's in not those, like whitetail hunting. It's not those, like elk hunting. It's a whole different deal. Yeah, with those adventure hunts, and, and you spend money on those hunts, and you want to take it in. And so we did. And and I credit the guide again. Like, me, my my yeah. um, how I am is like, let's get to work. And he's like, no, no. Let, let, actually, let's just get all our stuff. Let's embrace the moment. I've had to learn that too, mm-hmm. because before you start doing these in the business world, everything's on time. Yeah. Okay. I got. I. You know. I. I I'm not a dentist, but he. He. He has his. He has his right clock Schedule. set for him yeah. before, and so you're looking at a clock all day long. Yeah. In financial services, okay. I got to get to the plane. I got a meeting. I got four hours, and I got another meeting, and I got appointments. Yeah. I got this. I got that. So you're living on your clock. Yeah. And and uh, actually, the first um, I was with. Jeff on that first hunt of mine like that, yeah. and he goes, "Give me that watch. I'm gonna shove it up your hind." Right, because you're sitting there going, <laughs> "We got to get moving. Time's a ticking." But it's not the case. Like you nope. need to take. If Just, anybody's listening right here, like, and even on your, if, if you're out with your kids on a whitetail hunt, do that. Sit down for a minute. I don't care if you're in Nebraska or Kansas or where you are. Like, well, maybe not Nebraska. <laughs> I said that. I baited you on that one. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what's this? He's an Iowan, you know. So I mean, <laughs> no. Oh, Iowa. Because they're going to be giant in Iowa if you're uh, shooting a deer. Yeah, if you, I mean, it's just but a whole different deal down, in Nebraska. Take a minute. Like, start a fire with your kid. Why not? Yep. Why not? 100%. So your dad goes up to it. What does he think? He's just, he can't even speak hardly, you know. He's, He's like, like, well, you guys are going to be busy. 
that's he could find those words. Remember, I'm an observer. <laughs> yes, exactly. That means no worky worky. <laughs> yes, exactly. Observer. Yeah. He should have signed a. I'm, I'm going to talk to him tonight when I see him. It, yeah. He needs to sign a minimum requirement pack agreement with his son. <laughs> yes. Um yes. 18.5 pounds. pounds. Anything over that? <laughs> yeah. no. We're violating compliance. Yeah. No. Nope. Not working. <laughs> you know, I don't. I want him to be there having. I don't need him to work. I want him to be there experiencing right. it and enjoying well, that's it. That's cool. And, yeah. You were sweating yeah. then afterwards, though. Oh, yeah. I Well, it. a lot of people could probably rip right through it. Um, we, again, we took our time. Like, we, we did. We took our time. We did it proper. We did it right. I want a good shoulder mount. We took our time. He was in that hole. Yeah. So, we, we went at it. We went at it. That's yeah, these, a lot of cape, isn't it? Amazing oh, my. How it's, it is? Oh, and it's so thick. I know it. The, it's like it's, an it's inch like an or inch, more. Inch and a quarter on the back. Those, uh, the first brown bears we ever hunted. Th- that you, you're thinking, okay, let's get to work here. Well, the first thing our outfitter would do. Remember what he would do? Yeah. Pop four Advil. <laughs> what he? Let me get this stuff working real quick. Yeah, like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. He, he just like pop four Advil, and then it was. And then, then we tie him up. Let's move him, yeah. tie him up, and, and we'll come and then we're, in the morning. And yeah. then we're going to take our time. We're going to yeah. get him tied up. Yeah. That's our big goal. Yeah. Then we're going to take our time. It's funny, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, and you learn those things. Like, you, you as yeah, you no, go, you learn right. those things. Yours, we took off the mountain that night. No, we didn't. No. No, both no. of them, we let him sit. Yeah, because I shot mine at, like, up. Those big bears yep. you did? And then we let Rigamortis set in, and we came back. And he was he – was, so he's a trapper. Yeah. And, and he's a fur man. Best best fur guy we've ever, ever dealt with, and he without question was meticulous about pulling it apart and and just treating the animal with the utmost respect. He had so much respect for those bears. I have that much respect for the moose too. It's from my perspective, you know, having been a butcher, meat science degree, all that. When you walk up on a carcass that big, that, that, I mean, that is, um, I mean, it just who it feeds and what it's going to do. It's just crazy, and that's why I was so enamored by him. You know, and I'm still enamored by him. But I remember me and Jess pulling that one apart, and uh, they got a chainsaw out. Oh yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 no, time out. Why well, I don't want to see that cutting through that meat. Um, the 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 one I killed this year. Yeah. I butchered the whole thing. Did you really? Start to finish. Yeah. Now I will tell you this: on my third trip up. And we were trying to get the weed. Oh. The, the pilot came in to get the weed whacker down so we could weed whack the runway um, so we could get it out because of the weight. Yeah. And you do what you got to do in the wilderness. On my third trip up, after butchering it, oh, that I way? took my pack off, and I handed it to him, and I said, that weed whacker is mine. <laughs> 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 and I'm not taking another step. I'm not pulling no more of that moose up. No. They are giant. Yep. How many trips did it take you? So uh, we so – it wasn't a huge – like I said, it was it was a, probably a 30-degree 30, 30 slope that we shot him on. And, yeah, the 360 yards up and down. Uh, it took us up, back, up, back, up, back. I mean, we it was 100 pounds, uh, well more than 100. I mean, my guy, <laughs> those hinds are giant. He didn't take him out whole. Well, yeah. Oh, man, these was guys it, are tough. Was it, was it Jesse? No. No, no. No, he's a stout. No, one. anyway, yeah. All well. Here's all reality. Those guys, those, guys are, those guys are tougher oh. than whales. Oh. And they're and they're they they're, are. They're, they're their back is not still tied to their brain. 
Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. They, so they, they have way more muscle than 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 memory. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They don't. They don't remember. You know, they're because how old is he? Twenty eight. Uh, probably right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And tougher than shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Tough. We and so part of the other experience. So we ended up we we got him down, and then uh, we had to shut. We had to do a lot of shuffling. You know, right. that back and forth. Okay, to the next spot, the next spot. We got to use a raft. Yep. We raft down. I have great video Because you had to get and down we, to where you could get the plane to. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you had and the full Monty. Back, yeah, and then get And him. then go back up and then rerun yep. down. Yep. Yeah, I saw the I saw the video, and I was like, oh, shit. Man, they had the real deal. What there. a cool real adventure! adventure though, it was, huh? Brad. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, life changing, huh? Life changing. It, ma- it opens your eyes. It really does. It makes. Well, I'm I'm here, and we have a we're gonna go through hunt plans for the next five years for me. You know, <laughs> exactly. That's what it does to you. Right. I love hunting. <laughs> you guys love hunting. <laughs> you don't, obviously, it's you incredible. Don't, you don't need to do that adventure five times in your life, but yeah, you, you really you have should to do, do it, it at once. least once. Absolutely, anybody that yeah. can. There's and you guys have. Well, a, you need several more wilderness hunts. Absolutely, yeah. these but, Asian wilderness hunts are no joke either. I know they're the real deal. Yeah, that we just got back from. It was yeah. the real deal. Yeah. I'm still – there's not a moment that goes by. I wanted to call Brad twice today, but I knew he was probably in a chair, yeah. um, you know, numbing somebody up. Um, and <laughs> well, and you guys, I mean, 15,000, 16,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, because the oxygen's all screwed up in Asia, though. That Asian oxygen, <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's a hot mess. Yeah, I don't mess. get it, man. It doesn't, doesn't work in my lungs as well as right? this stuff here. And I, talk, I talked to Ankner twice today, three times today. I was just like, dude – I actually told him, I said, dude, I just want to let you know, you're a hell of a guy, and I love traveling with you. You're a pleasure to travel with. Isn't and, that a huge part of it? And, and he goes, he goes, hey, so are you. I feel the exact same way. I was just thinking about that. Fuck around and find out. Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. I see how this happens now. <laughs> anyway, um, so it was you, – you, but, but it's all a part of it, right? Yeah. 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 It is. That's crazy. It's all a part of it. Well, good for so, you. Yeah. It was a blast, just a blast. But you guys offer a lot of different experience, moose experiences, um, and you know a lot of people out there look at it and and they go, I can't, I don't think I can afford that. There's a lot of experiences out there. You don't need to shoot a 65 inch moose. Right. You don't need to shoot a 58 inch 58 inch moose that has these giant paddles. There's a lot of good moose hunts out there that you can do for a reasonable price. I would say compared to what I just spent. Well, it's funny because you you, you say that. And we just had four moose hunts come available, a group backed out, $9,500. They didn't last but a few minutes. Sure. Um, but they were $9,500. Um, they are in um, the agricultural area of British Columbia. And these bulls come out there, and you shoot them with a rifle or a bow. You still have them. It, I look at it like, okay, it's more probably like uh, antelope hunt with the big horns in the background. Yeah. But it's a moose. Does that make sense? And and when it hits the ground, it ain't work like an antelope hunt. It's way more work. Yeah. And but ninety five hundred bucks, those are still available. But you got to know where to be when those are available. Yeah. And 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 not sound like an infomercial, but oh. that's what being a part of something like our program is, and that's what Lindley and Brad and I worked so hard to develop was an opportunistic adventure for people of all walks of life. It's you know so saying? much fun on your site. Uh, well, that hunt that you went on, there's other ones, but that is the adventure. It is. Oh, it my God. I would say it's, it's the sure. coup de gras. The coup de gras uh-huh. of adventures. Yeah. I mean, you get up high, you glass from yeah. you see, 
you see caribou, you see doll sheep, you see black bear, you see grizzly bear, you see moose. Yeah. Sometimes all in the same place. Right. And how cool is it when you see the first big white paddles down there? Oh, they're and they just glow. (laughs) glow. They glow. And you're like, well, I know what I'm looking for now. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The first night. I'm not looking for a coos deer here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's not a coos deer in the desert. No, no, no. Because I, I, I can honestly remember my first two white paddles sticking up there. I'm like, his first two white paddles, truth be told, were for mom. <laughs> Whack! <laughs> what does that mean? What is, you were what a, does that even You mean? were a naughty little boy. Is what <laughs> what you, does that even what mean? Your How mom do you told even me. know that? Oh, she, <laughs> no. she, she told me the first time I met her that I hope you're a good influence on me. So oh, my bless God. Your heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That's a a two-way street, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, because I know his mom super well, too. And I've bought her lunch before. And uh, um, Oh, yeah. So, you know, anyway, and I know the truth about Brad. So, anyway. So, I will tell you this. um, It, when you go through Hell's Gate. Oh, yeah. On that plane. Oh, it opens up. And and you you come through there and you hear Roger 724 coming through Hell's Gate. And you're like. Wait, what? And you're like, what? And and I've been through there where I see doll sheep sitting on the left on the mountain there. And I'm like, are you kidding? And then they make that bank. And, oh. the, and, and the guy comes on and goes, it could be a little rough in here. We uh, are making sure there's no wash. We might do a flyby and come yeah. back through. And you're like, dude, it's getting it's, re- oh, it's getting really oh, real. I got really goosebumps real, real thinking fast. about it. I and, love and it. Brad, you right. know that. Yeah. You know. And, well, so, and, and a lot of times they'll see the f- – you know the other people down below will see the hey is that you fred exactly you guys wanna, if you want to land we're having lunch or at least stop by and have a cup yeah. of coffee no oh. i got guys with me right <laughs> so it's so they're, it's they're so good cool. folks down there though yeah. you know if we had more time we'd stop and have coffee they tell yeah. stories too you know it's R- roger roger y'all cleared <laughs> landed in 42 <laughs> second boom 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 and it's like oh, do, yeah. do, 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 do. and there's the group of guys ready to come and out they're ready to get all your stuff oh off, yeah and you get off the plane how you doing and th- this will be in the in the uh, um in the main camp this will yep. be your tent yep. and they have the kindling out <laughs> and you get your stuff spread out and tomorrow we're going to try to get you out we might get you out tonight despite camp but it yeah. is a how, top is, is, rate. Is it not world class? It really yeah. It's world, world class. class. It really is, and that's yeah. how. And that is the. Well, f- what about the kegerator? <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> it's all. It's all there. It's like I want to be there right now. Don't you want to be there right now? <laughs> I would love to be. Actually, I'd rather have been there two months ago. <laughs> right, than right now. Right, right now. Right, <laughs> right now, the days are short there. Yeah, well, it's short funny because uh, um, I have spoken to him today. Yeah, we're supposed to go up and do it and do a winter. Do that winter and, and do a winter fur bearing to, to see oh, how that yeah. works. Yeah, and uh, um, so uh, we're going to continue that conversation because well, we'd uh, probably snow machine in there, wouldn't we? And, uh, um, he would have land him there, skis. and then we would fly in the land of skis. A land on skis, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be the full Monty. <laughs> yeah, that'd I'd be, be cool. like unbelievable. Um, yeah, so so I don't, you know, there's just so many. I don't know. It's like you, there's so many things to go do, and so little time to go do it. But that's yeah. why planning is essential. It is essential, and you start to see that, and it opens your eyes as you progress. As I progress, I made a decision like five years ago. I, I'm like, I'm gonna head to the west, and then the west turned into. Oh, crap. What did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, oh. in, in the circle of people you run in, you have to sometimes, not everybody does that. Not everybody right. goes on adventure hunts. And right. Well, the adventure hunts aren't for everybody. And, and you got to be, 
you it's know, a, it, it's me- a lot mental. You, you got to be sure. I mean, you should try it. Maybe you're one Well, you know done. how many times I've said this is my last one. I'm never doing this shit again. I'm not hanging <laughs> off the home. side of this mountain. I'm not putting an 85-pound pack. I'm not having a swollen ankle again. There's other hunts to do that's more fun than this. And then I get home and I go, I can't wait to go back. Shit, I need to book a hunt. I need to get back there. I've oh. been doing that since I was 20 years yeah. old. That yeah. Tajikistan hunt we just got back from, that'll ruin you, though. Yeah, well, that, oh well gosh, now I can't stop thinking about oh, anything, but because uh, I'm I, like, I talked to Kyrgyzstan, I, I, I'm, we're going to Kyrgyzstan, and I'm like, I'm trying to get it figured out with Kyrgyzstan right now, yeah. and I'm like, oh. yeah. You know what's really, and I think you're this way, Brad, those Ibex really have my eye. Yeah, they yeah, like, like have Brad's eye, too. I like, like the, I mean, I like, like the all the Ibex. Yeah. Like. And your nose. <laughs> yeah, I hear right. that. I haven't shot one. They do that. stink and like crazy. Do they? Oh, dude. Oh, Even horrible. Brad could smell them. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, say some. I, 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 I have a somebody that works closely with me, and I always tease him about the pregnant nose friend of mine, you know? <laughs> yes. And, uh, I, and uh, anyway, nobody knows who it is. She's got a condition right now, and she called me today and told me, oh, my gosh. I know exactly what you're talking about with Brian now, <laughs> right? Because she, she smelled something she'd never I've smelled. I've never before. been so grossed out so, in all my life. I got to tell you something. Yesterday morning at 730, I walked into an appointment because I went and looked at a piece of property. And I walked into the piece of property, and um, the realtor knows me super well, too. And he looks at me, and I go, you don't have to say a word. It's got a crawl space. He goes, are you f- kidding me <laughs> and i go no there's a crawl space in this place somewhere he Just goes smell. you can smell that and i go one thousand percent and lindley looks at me and goes can we just look at it to see if it could work? And I said, yeah, I have no problem. I just, where's the crawl space? I want to see it. And he's like, son of a... You got me. So, but yeah, my nose is... Yeah. Uh, um, it's insane. Uh, it is insane. And it, and it was better during COVID when I didn't have it. Yeah. I liked it better. I like not smelling shit. Tease, Brian, we could drive by a little teeny town 90 miles east of here and i'd say we'd be driving down the interstate at 80 miles an hour and brian would look over and he goes oh there's a little kid in there he just pooped his dog <laughs> i'm like well if we knew who we could send her a text exactly. the mom but she'll will, figure it out i will tell you this yeah i will tell you this um last week brett miller was out yep and uh um, high school buddy we're gonna have him on next week for a podcast grade school buddy Never killed a deer with a rifle. Never killed a, been on a western hunt other than prairie dogs um, with us. And uh, um, and we were off on our first adventure. And he got the full Monty. So much like your guide, um, we pulled up to a perch on the buggy up on top of this shelf that Brad and I always go over where we found corkscrew one time. Oh, yeah. And so I looked across the valley because there's this point that we can't see from the face on the other side. And I looked and I saw a deer and then I saw a buck. And I was like, there was one of those where you, you know it's a frame, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so the, uh, um, the binoculars went out. I grabbed the spotting scope. I put the spotting scope down. I got it on it. And right when I got it on it, I, all I could see was a frame pushing this right. dough around. And I was like, I was, and, and my buddy, Brett, he's like, oh, was he good? Was it, what, 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 <laughs> I mean, he's excited, yeah. right? Because oh, yeah. he wants to know if it's go time. Yeah. And I go, that's a real one. Yeah. And he's like, no way. And I go, yes. So I proceeded just to walk up and take my spotting scope and cross the fence um, and go to the perch. And he's like, are we going to go after it? And I go, yeah, you can come out here. We're going to look around. And he's like, <laughs> just 
And I'm, and he didn't cross the fence. I kept looking back. I'm like, what the hell? He's like a dog going, no, ooh, ooh, I want to go that way. I want to go that way where we just saw it. Well, the fact of the matter is there's this giant wall of a mountain butte type thing, and they're going to push those does into this bowl down there. And I figured he was going to be there for five or ten minutes, and we needed to let him get time to get in that bowl. And then he I went straight west, and, it, and he wanted to go southwest. He wanted to go well, – the deer was going to the west, and he wanted to head west with the deer. I needed to give the deer some time yeah. to get on that. I was excited about the deer, but there was no reason for me to run over. You know, let's walk down the hill and 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 get all of those instead of run down and get one, <laughs> one of them. Of them. Yep. So, um, so I went out and he he. I come back to the fence and I was like, he's like, are we going over there? I go, we are. And uh, he said, what'd you see over there? I said, well, I, there's another real one out there. I saw I got a buck bedded um, on top of three ridges over. And he's like, okay, what are we doing? I said, we're going to go over there right now. We're going to take off. So we just took off, broke the cardinal rule, didn't take my pack, didn't do nothing. Because I really, in my brain, thought we are going to go up over there. The wind was perfect. He was going to be down there rutting that doe. That doe wasn't going to leave that bowl that's back in there. And we were going to hammer him at 150, 200 yards. We get in there. There's three does, a, two, a doe and a fawn, and a spike buck. And I'm like, oh. so, And they got us pegged. And I'm like, we got to get up against the wall and see if they go down. So we do that. And uh, my point to this is you take your time, right? You learn a lot. And so then we went to there's there's one little break in that whole butte area that you can look over and it goes straight down, straight down. But you can circumnavigate through some crags and get down in there. Well, we see a coyote at 400 yards (laughs) and he has no idea we're there. And I go, Brett, there's your coyote. And he's like, <gasps> and I'm like, uh, we'd shoot him if we weren't deer hunting. And I go, give me that rabbit call you have. And he's like, what? So anyway, um, we played around. Next thing I know, next thing he knows, we got that buck and that doe came in. And uh, he's got it right there. Loses his mind, right? <laughs> so excited. 26 and a half inches wide wow. frame but it's the same thing right it's it's like let's just take the moment yeah. calm down and uh get in a groove here and and just take some time now this one we had a little bit of a problem because the the doe kept coming closer and closer <laughs> in an aggressive approach and so they were bull rushing us but anyway uh talk about the full monty though yes. but when we got out at midnight that night yeah he looked at me and he goes greatest day of my life everything i ever wanted we had to pack it up. we had to go back three miles get our packs yeah. go back in break him down put it on our back and uh, hike it out and it's just there's something about it. it's life-changing yeah absolutely he's a tough dude too and he's like oh my gosh his ass was dragging. <laughs> he was like, he'll be oh. on the podcast next week. He even said to me, he's like, yeah, and I go, you got to take shorter steps. Um, you got, you got, you got, yeah. and then I, and then he's like, something's wrong with this pack. And I'm like, you got to have it up your head. And he's like, I, he's, I learned so it's much. Learning. And, and, but isn't, that's the life changing part. That's the life changing part. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the shorter steps, for instance. Right. <laughs> That's a you, big part of it. You, you got to shorten them up, brother. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not in the march now. You now we're just it's a little thing, but all these little things and variables add up. Yep, just and yeah. you're ratcheting and get your pack higher than you thought. Yep. Get that puppy up right under your rib cage. Tighten it up. Mm-hmm. Let it ride on top of your hips. So, Craig, what are you thinking? You want to do as your next adventure? I, you've thought a little bit about this. What? Tell tell me a couple things you're thinking about. So. 
my brain keeps going to Kyrgyzstan. Oh, yeah. You're ready to chase a ram. I am. I am. Um, you know, there's decisions you make. I This summer, Brian, you know, this summer I wanted to um, go after my sheep slam. Mm-hmm. That's altered a little bit. Oh, it has. Yeah. When you look at... <laughs> <laughs> when you well, it's not going to get any easier no, to do if you go to Kyrgyzstan I, and shoot a sheep and see 3,000 <laughs> in five days, and then you go. No, but I think his approach yeah. I think his approach is similar to, you know, maybe mine with finishing my slam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and I was the first one on the on the slam deal. Mm-hmm. You know, if it happens, it happens. But I, you know, about two weeks ago I went, you know, I could do this, but I could probably go on like, two three seven other hunts <laughs> right yeah um i mean we're talking about the we're talking about the stone sheep and um it's just something that i i wanted real bad but my it's changed a little bit so so kyrgyzstan for sure oh, yeah. um i really would like to get a doll i think that's super achievable it sounds like you're Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. No, you know what? Uh, here's the thing. I, I I called today on the Brooks Range. Yeah. And uh, it's it's um it's it's to, and I called Northwest Territories too. Yeah. And it's it's super achievable. Yeah. You'll, you'll you'll get a doll. Yeah. And you'll get you'll get a desert. Yeah. A, a doll in a desert. So, the DDs, right? The doll, the desert. Yep. The, those two, I think I'm I'm super excited about, and I do want I you know. Well, the the other doll sheep are going to come back. Yeah. Right now, there's a, there's a big chunk that's in a lull, but it just takes I mean, time for age, right? Yeah. Just more animals. Than Three, four, five years from well, it, they they extended the closure in Alaska longer than they realistically probably needed yeah. to because there's, there's going to be so many mature rams running around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um. And and I told you I I'm super I'm really high on ibex right now and I and that takes that takes me outside of uh. Other than other than drawing in, in New Mexico, but that takes me outside of this uh, this country in the United States and North America, and I get excited about that. Like it excites me. Although it's not something I want to go and do on my own. Sure. You know, like w- the what you guys talk about with the the when you went with Jonathan. I mean, that's yeah. was, that's amazing. Yeah. It's a cool thing. It's well, it's the travel in and the travel out. It's nice to have travel buddies. Yeah. And and the other thing about it is, um, these these wilderness hunts can get under you and get on you. Yeah. Or you can get over them and on them. Yeah. And there's a fine line sometimes, and you know it's you you optimism and positiveness is in my opinion ninety percent of some of these big hunts, mm-hmm. and then. We see so many hunters from our perspective, they can't get it done um, because they, one, either didn't physically get themselves in good enough shape or, two, they didn't practice it shooting. Yeah. And it's not just being able to hit a target at 100 yards. It's did I go out and did I go to the range and did I do 10 push-ups, lay yeah. down real quick, acquire the target. Holy crap. Um, I, in Tajikistan, it's going to go to 150 push-ups. Whoa! Yeah, just like, there's just no just oxygen. No oh, oxygen. You know what I'm saying? Goodness! Um, that was yeah. an experience. Uh, I've never puked in all my years of sports. Yeah. I puked from running that day because oh, I couldn't. Really? Oh. I couldn't. I, I was we're, so physically exerted. We were going so hard, <laughs> and you just couldn't get your air. Cause, I mean, it was it was crazy. I was thinking the same thing. We need to add an element of of that for her training because that was unique yeah. from anything. The Argali club in level two, we're going to yeah, not a question. Yeah. 
something to force people to get out of their comfort zone before before pulling that trigger. And what we need to do is do it at three, four, five, six, and seven, and show them where their effective range is with that heart rate. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? That's because, a very good idea. Be, because it's one thing at three, I could make it. Okay, it's another thing at four. Okay, you know, when those MOAs start getting exaggerated more and more and more, right. okay, with that heart oh, rate, man. Um, your, your, <laughs> your grouping becomes right. more critical. Yeah. And in, in the dynamics of that is just, wow. Yeah. So we shoot more than a number of people fair enough to say I would and, say we're, so. and we're comfortable we're pretty darn comfortable my wife says i have an ammo problem <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you what that that no error because we were going because you get you're you're going hard okay there's the sheep now we got to get here okay yeah. we got to hurry oh man yeah um we definitely need to do something more uh, and you guys are unbelievable <laughs> shots. You know, I took this summer. It's not a lot for you guys, but I shot a thousand rounds. Good for you this summer, right? Well, that's, that's really good. That's, that's a lot. That's really that's, good. That's nine. I would say that's nine hundred and sixty more than you more than I ever have to get ready for. So, hunt. so now here's a question: How much better are you today? Do you think uh, at your grouping, every metrics that you measure yourself uh, uh, with? How much more different are you after a thousand rounds? I really brought things in, mm -hmm. and you learn you learn your equipment, you learn your gun. What I've learned on these hunts is there's there's pressure. You're spending money. You're away from your family. They would like you to get something. It can get on you fast. I have an eleven-year-old that eleven-year-old boy Jude that loves hunting, and he he, what'd you get? And when you come home empty-handed, sometimes that's a little bit of a you know they they don't. They don't understand. There's so much more to the deal. So there's there's a there's the grand final. That's old. it. I took him on a on a bear on a yeah. black bear hunt this past June, and and me and uh, my dad Rick and Jude all went. A spot and stalk. Spot real and stalk. Bear it hunt. was tough. And the last night when I tucked him in, he had tucked himself in. He'd ended up going with our with with another guy, the outfitter. Um, the last night they got on a giant bear, and the bear just didn't come out, you know, of of the alders and stuff. So, I I, I said, "Where's Jude?" And we got back. You know, it's ten thirty at night, and he had gone. He had been out with you know just for twelve hours, just running the roads. I go there, and his lip is quivering, and and he's sad. But it was an unbelievable learning and life experience, even for an eleven-year-old. There's a lot of 100%. there's a lot of forty-year-olds that was that sit there with their their lip quivering when they well, go to and bed. The, and the entire hunt was based on the premise of if at the end of it, if they got an animal or not. I'm which I, is absolutely this, absurd. This sounds horrible, but I'm really happy that was his first adventure hunt that he got to go on. We get he, to go again, but I think it was a huge life and learning lesson for an 11 year old that's going to hunt the rest of his life. Right. Well, if you, and if you can't tolerate going home without filling your tag, you never want to archery elk hunt. Right. There you go. Because it might be a phenomenal world-class hunt. Yeah. And you didn't, you didn't fill it. I mean, you got to look at the experience for yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, you know, but I, but I, what I had to do this past year is I had to, I've missed plenty of anim, animals in my life. And I had to make a decision in my own head and say, are you going to do this or are you not? Right. And, At some point, it's, it's like settle up with yourself. Yes. And, you, <laughs> and then you get behind, and then 
at the range, so I drive about 45 minutes to go to shoot. We're, we're in a tight spot in Michigan there. And so I drive 45 minutes. I found a spot um, that's a 500-yard range. It's not 1,000. Perfect. 500. 500 Perfect. is all great. you need. Smaller your target, you got a 1,000-yard range. So I off feel yeah. great shooting my 6 Creedmoor or 6.5 PRC that I got from you guys. Great. Right. So, but then you get out in the field, and I've experienced, I think it, there's, a, there's a form of anxiety that you get. Like mm-hmm. there's this anxiety like the animal's going to, he's going to leave fast. He's going to, you, your thought processes change so much. And I've worked on that as well, like to just, you need to calm down. If he does leave, let's go find him again. Right. Don't make a bad shot. Yeah. Don't, like, L- Let's execute this. the right way and get this done. So, yeah, this last hunt on I was, uh, the hunt I was on, I've, I've learned, like, I talk, like, uh, most everything I do now is guided. And I participate in the whole part of it, as you guys talk about. Like, right. you don't check your brain at the door. But you are there with a the, yes, you thank give you, him Scott credit. Palmer, yeah. Um, but I, I talk to myself the whole, like, I've learned I have to literally talk to myself the whole the whole way into to, to building my approach and everything. Like, right. I, I do. Like, I'm taking it serious, and that's what I need to do. Well, we're always learning, too, and we're always hyper-analyzing everything. We're always criticizing ourselves because yeah. I should say coaching because there's a big difference between coaching and criticizing. But, you know, the, the shot, you know, I think every hunter has to come to the realization one day, am I a killer? Yeah. Can I get this done fast? Yes. And do I, do I, do I have, have I built an approach that's muscle memory that I can go read it, boom, do it. I yeah. know what I'm doing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And a, a lot of guides, they go, there's the animal. And for Brad and I, when we're hunting together, I've seen it a million times. They go, whoa, what is up? Because immediately we're not, okay, that's the animal. What you just said is so, so right in so many ways. Because, okay, I've got the animal. If he comes back out, now what we got to do is we got to figure out how we're going to get him killed and do it appropriately, and so our brain immediately goes into where can we where where, where are we, our best where setup? are we executing this at? So wait, <laughs> quick time out on this. So our golly club, there we all sit. We're on the side of a hill. <laughs> you remember? I do. Yeah, I I think it was. I don't remember how far the shot was. Maybe 400, 500 yards, yeah. something like that. We're all sitting there teetering, teetering, and and you can see everybody's you know trying to acquire, trying to get in, and not that they're but. You literally said, okay, I can't stand this anymore. Right after three you, or four of you, I was like, dude, this is enough. You walked five yards? Three steps, maybe. Three yeah. steps <laughs> in front of us. There was like this indention in the hill. Like these are all little things that you've right. learned and that, that I go, this is what I do now. Like that one little. You had a like, backrest. I had a backrest. Yeah, I had like, a shooting bench to sit down The amount of stabilization <laughs> that that one little depression gave us. Right. It was huge. Right. So, like, those are the things you can learn from going to, to your shooting schools and going and, and at home shooting with friends and, and seeing and learning. And, I, you know, it's just the th- three steps, and we were all it's a difference just pinging the targets right. after that. It, it, everything changed. The whole so world changed. what do I think when I'm out moose hunting? Right. What do I think about? Where am I? Well, how am I setting up? Yeah. Where's my best You're approach? looking at your surroundings. Yes, the moose is there, but yep. if Wh- you're – What micro train do yeah. I have to build my shot? Yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. I so. love to hear that. That That is awesome. Yeah. So that, 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 that is really good. Well, I have to tell you, um, if, if I may, yeah. without disclosing a bunch of information, we have Rams, Ibex, Boys, your boy, mm-hmm. Bear, and – 
U.S. adventures. Yes. And then because we have some sheep that we could probably make sure he gets his first sheep in Texas. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yep. And and um, so I'm just giving you – I'm forecasting your yeah. uh, uh, your hunt, hunt plan, plan that I've yeah. put together for you yeah. because it involves it. rams, ibex, bears, but yet also, okay, elk, mule deer. Yep. Um, and an Iowa um, giant. I love it. Um, so I have the points for it. So. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I looked. <laughs> so so you have so you have a five or six year plan, yeah. and you also have some ambiguity um, in your time with your, some flexibility. With yeah. you know you can go quick. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, when these seasons happen, we used to talk about you needing a two or three year plan. Now it's it, you need to you it, need to be a little more on your game now, don't you? Really? I mean. Five's not a bad idea. To well, here's why. We have openings right now. I was just looking at our like, – like, so Brad and I are working on, for our advisors, we're looking on uh, – working on a manual. We just did a um, – this is going out all members. I don't even know if it's here or not. Bleep oh. just finished it. Um, I, I have there's, three of them around. There's one out. I can go um, grab one. Um, that's okay. That's okay, yeah. So well, we just did an all anyway. 50 states application um, yeah. uh, reference book. I love it. And you're going to get it. And it's all 50 states. What, to, what you need to know about every state. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really good. Well, we're doing one for a quick guide to booking. Because the catalog is so big now, 11, 1,200 adventures, four or 500 outfitters. Yeah. You know, and there's fluidity to that, too, because the outfitters change. They change guides. You know, our, 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 I want to make sure people know just because it's vetted doesn't mean that we don't stop trying to follow up right. and make sure we're in tune with them. But the fact of the matter is for your hunt plan, when I sat down and then we had that conversation after Tajikistan, yeah. um, I, I know rams are important to you. Yeah. But you're probably going to end up, in my mind, being a half slammer in the next four years. Yep. Because we'll do the two Ds. Yep. I like De- it. Desert and doll. Desert and doll. But you're going to get four Rams because you're probably going to get a a Hume. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then you'll get the um, Marco Polo. Yep. Um, to Chickasaw. Yeah. So if I look at a four to five years. Okay, you're going to go back with us in December on the fourth or fifth year to get your big Marco Polo. I love it. We'll probably do the Hume this year. We'll probably do your Doll next year. Yep. The Desert the year after that yep. in 25 because I've all but got it mostly set. And then your boy's going to kill some bears. Yep. Your boy's going to kill a good mule deer. Yep. And your boy's going to go kill a sheep in Texas. Yep. And all dad oh, with you. A blast, d- d- does that make sense? <laughs> yes. And then so so now in that five years, and then we're going to double up those two Argolis yeah. with Ibex and maybe two or three. And then I have one short trip in there to Spain where we can knock out three in seven days. And you're going to come in less $90,000 than you would have by going and shooting a stone and yeah. a bighorn. Yeah. Th- I love oh, it. It's crazy, huh? So, yeah. so when we talk about hunt plans, That's, you said it, it used to be two to three years. Now it's five because the best dates and the best hunts, you really do need a five-year plan yeah. if you're going to organize something like this and involve your family. Yeah. Now, the other thing is is I do have in there, if Pops wants to go see Kyrgyzstan or if Pop wants to go see Spain, yep. um, uh, we, we, we will have it it's all set up. So, you know, that gives you listeners an idea of what's possible. No, it doesn't have to be rams, ibex, bears for your boys, and, yeah, no. and sheep. It could be whitetail, pronghorn, antelope. Um, antelope yeah, whitetail, pronghorn, uh, uh, um, 
what am I trying to think of? Mule deer, no, the yeah. sheep in Texas. Odd uh, th- yeah. Thank you, Barberry, yep. Audad. Yeah. Um, we can encompass a lot of that because Texas has a lot to offer, oh, yeah. and and we can do a four year, five year plan with the uh, because you'll do this like I'm doing my next five years. I would assume, yeah, all on the help plan. Absolutely. It's just the what the help plan is for you. So it's just by economic to scale, right? Yeah. Yep. And so, anyway, if you're listening today, I we appreciate you being here. Oh, this has been so much fun. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's fun sitting at this table. I listen to you guys every week, and I must say, it's amazing. The podcast, like, it, it works. You guys do an unbelievable job. But it's Thursday mornings. You know what's going to come out. You don't. I know what's going to come out. So you listen. <laughs> And that's a, a secret to your success, I think, is people look for it and they know it. They Well, thanks for listening. Oh, it's Greg. just and great. Thanks for being here. You've been thanks a for being fun, a great you've client been a fun guy and a friend to be a part of this with. Yeah. I appreciate that. Can, it's can, great. I, I want to reference something Brad said before. And if we got to make this two parts because we go another 10 minutes, um, we can make it two parts if you want. Um, I, I'm getting in trouble. All right, we'll get in trouble. I'm bleep, like, bleep bite, does kind of the I, wife look, the, doesn't he? Yeah, he gives I, me the wife look. That, that, that yeah, look that you know that you yeah, only yeah, get yeah, yeah. when you get no, it from no, your no. wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my job. Or, or maybe it's the maybe it's the Biden controllers. Maybe <laughs> now I knew so. how Joe Biden feels. Yeah, no, that's a, a little. Yeah, but we don't have an we don't have an earwick telling us what to say. Yeah. Well, I do. You haven't listened to my headphones. Read it twice. What the what the heck does read it twice mean? <laughs> so anyway, I, I, emphasis on twice. <laughs> I, I want I want the listeners to know this too because we serve. I really believe we'll probably do 50 applications for over fifteen thousand applications this year. That's incredible, and and we're we're blessed to do it, and we love our our um, family, our members, um, you know, and and we want to get bigger and better, and we want to continue to scale this out and just offer the most. Incredible service access value in education industry. But I'm going to tell you something. I had three candidates for our golly club to replace, God bless his soul, mm-hmm. um, but Dr. David Cooley. And what it came down to in one second, no question, was when I talked to the staff, Yeah, how you treat the people here. That's, I, you know, that's, <clears throat> to me and I teach my kids this but that's probably a bigger accomplishment than a lot of things like I I like to treat people how I want to be treated and I see people treat other people rotten I don't like it right and I really enjoy working with your staff and um I well thank you I well cuz in a world where you're changing applications you got deadlines to meet things always don't get perfect you know you book a hunt the weather wasn't right the boy yeah. went, you, you know, the, you, I always tell my kids there's three A's to life, attitude, approach, and application. What's your attitude is going to influence your approach, which ultimately is going to influence your application. Mm-hmm. And when, when our staff said, I said, these are our three candidates, and they're like, touchdown, no question, ask, this is the guy. <laughs> and I overheard a conversation walking by uh, an office one day, and I was like, who was that? And they go, this guy by the name of Craig Stevens, he's a new member, and he's doing this and this and this and this. And I'm like – and then that name just resonated with me, and then here we were nine months later. And so, you know, from our perspective, we like that. Yeah. But I have to tell you something. That's all good and well. Yeah. 
But from an outfitter's perspective, you're the fucking man. (laughs) Because that attitude goes with you in the mountain. It goes with you in the car. It goes with you at bad moments on the mountain. It goes in because there's moments on wilderness hunts that everybody wants to lay down like a four-year-old and stomp their feet and and, and And throw a little fit and cry. And and there's no God bless it Starbucks close. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there's no no freaking Uber that can take you to a nice steakhouse. There's no... Can McDonald's that gets to get comfort food and, and some yeah. shitty fries yeah. to fix it. There's no gas station close to go have a freaking uh, soda and a bag of chips yeah. and go. Yeah, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so that attitude is is what makes, in in my opinion, and I just say this with all the humility in the world, it, that's what's making your journey with all these outfitters and all the success you've had in the field. <laughs> that that to me that's what i wish i could help more people with when they go into the field and they go into this approach make the death of that animal that said quarry that you're going after yeah. make it secondary to the most amazing adventure you're going to ever have yeah that couldn't be said better <laughs> and so that that's you know that that's and maybe i'm getting a little preachy here no but, but it's the truth but that's how i feel yeah yeah now it's a good day for that you know, being grateful for stuff. Yes, because I know you've told me three times, <laughs> um, Bleep, <laughs> you're my handler. Um, so everybody out there, Bleep wants me to tell you to have a great Thanksgiving. And I just want you to know that I really don't give a what Bleep says. No, I'm Stop teasing. I, we want you to have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, no, but you got a guy here who's just exudes gratefulness and thankfulness for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you were on today. Thank you, Bleep. It was I a perfect, that. perfect placement to be on a day like this. Now, and now you. you see what we have to put up with him, huh? You, <laughs> He's you get the, the best. You get the eye rolls. <laughs> Brad and I, you know what? We started a podcast because our son Noah said you needed a podcast. And he went and bought some equipment and said, I, I'm coming home from college. We'll do this. And he set it up, and he went back to college and played baseball. Well, we and got a lot we, farther on the, on the <laughs> podcast than he's done on some of his vehicles that he's torn apart. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Noah's the great let me start it and not finish oh. it. I love that kid to death. Um, but anyway, which uh, we're going to go kill him a great big buck over the yeah, next yeah, few days. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, in in all honesty, he said you guys should do a podcast, and I'm like, well, then get it set up. And Brad and I walked into a table. I think it's actually this table down at the OC, the original cave, and that's what we call it yeah. now. <laughs> um, and uh, in any way, uh, which I d- that it might be that hardwood one. Did we we use that hardwood one? You know what the one I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, with, yeah. The, the, with the chairs falling apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you are right. Yeah. It's like that Chinese wood. Not that, that, uh, not that it's important, but that's no. a cool <laughs> table. But, no, you're right. I don't even know where that thing's at anymore. Um, but the fact of the matter is uh, we started a podcast, and we're almost 200 later. That's right. And I just can't believe the success that you guys have all made it, you listeners. And so we appreciate it. But in closing today, if you could do me a favor, um, I I just would appreciate sometime today, um, make sure that it is because it is Thanksgiving and that that you just maybe this little bug in your ear. Think of that one person that maybe you forgot and and that helped you along the way. Um, Give them a text message. Tell them thank you. You know, there's always that one person that that maybe you could just think through today and who am I thankful for? Um, Because I think Thanksgiving is is one of our greatest holidays that we celebrate in America. And for me, I like to just take a half an hour and write down a bunch of people's names and send out random texts of people that might have thought I forgot about them that have made an impact on my life. And from Brad and I and our families and Bleep and his family and 
your family, yeah. uh, Craig. We wish you guys all the absolute happiest holidays and hope that you have a safe and blessed and wonderful holiday season as it approaches us. And uh, um, we're excited. If you feel so um, in your heart, share this with somebody because I really believe we're more than a podcast. I was thinking about this yesterday. It's more than hunting. We talk about a lot of things on this podcast. We share a lot of opinions. We chase rabbits, as people would say, shiny things. I digress like a son of a gun and uh um and and you know and and i gotta listen to nerdy brad all the time but you know it could be worse uh, cut <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously you know share it with somebody we we don't uh, we don't take any uh um i guess donations what, what are they called sponsors sponsorships we don't do any sponsorships for this um we tell you what we like to hunt with we tell what we don't like to hunt with we we just tell you where we go who we are and what we do and uh, um, I just, uh, Brad, I appreciate uh, doing this for 200 episodes. Right, you. you too. This yeah, is crazy. Been, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has And been. Uh, we have traveled the world together. I know. Isn't that crazy? Uh, nuts. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes people think we're the odd couple, I think. You know, um, we are total two different. Uh, he is a catastrophic collateral thinker, and I'm a fuck it, let's go. Um, <laughs> yes. Craig, 100%. 110%. And, and, and that's, and, and not, that's possible. not possible. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and uh, anyway, but Lindley and I uh, and our family really want to, I guess, you know, just as long as I have the mic, I know Lindley does too. We, we uh, just appreciate everybody. And so – Thank you for being here today, Craig. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Good job on all your hunts and adventures. Thank you. And preparation. You've done more than most do. Yeah. So good for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us. Go ahead and go on over to rollingbones.com, rollingbones.com. I will tell you this. uh, The memberships are going to 100, 200, and 500 um, at the beginning of the year. So if you thought about getting one for your – what? 2024. 2024. Sure I'm sorry. 2024. Um, that's all 50 states applications for the uh, um, gold and above. Nobody else does it. Um, I just saw a thing that said uh, one of our competitors said we're the cheapest in the market and we're the best. Oh, really? It's 750 bucks is what they max you at, and they only do 22 states. So, um, uh, so $200 versus all in all 50 states and limited species. That's us. Um, we would love to help you out. We'd love to have you be a part of what we're doing. And the other thing is more important than that. You have a concierge service uh, person to call. We want to answer your phone call. We want to talk to you. We want to help you. And we don't care if you're a member or not. Call us. Let's talk hunting. And make sure you go check out one of our um, uh, three hubs right now. We have an adventure hub in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, the great uh, Adam uh, Stillwell and uh, Rusty Bingham in um, Brigham, uh, Utah. Okay. So, um, and... Uh, um, of course, Spearfish. So, and then in Spearfish. And if you're ever coming through Spearfish, and Brad will open the doors for you, we'll let you in. And uh, um, you can come in and be a part of what we got going on here. In all sincerity, stop into one of our hubs. It's been a blessed year. We went from no locations to three. And uh, um, we have more advisors than we've ever had. Uh, and you've made that a success. So, until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.